Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Actually Homeschooled Podcast. It's 9.22 on Wednesday, and I should have filmed it yesterday, and I should have filmed it earlier today, but I just didn't get around to doing it, and so now it's 9.22 on Wednesday, so filming it now, and I'm tired and want to go to bed because having a baby kind of makes you want to go to sleep when she goes to sleep. <laughs> but let's get started. Alright, so, um, like I said, having a baby makes you want to go to bed when she goes to bed. She's awesome, though. We, uh, my fiancé and I, we've, we've gotten into a routine where she knows that when we shower or bathe at night, that means bedtime's coming up. So I'll usually bathe her or my fiancé if he's showering, will shower with her. Uh, and then after the shower, pop on her diaper, give her some booby, and then she goes to sleep. And it's the best. And the past maybe a week almost she's been going to bed at eight thirty, by like eight thirty, nine o'clock at the latest and then she sleeps until like 8 or eight thirty the next morning kind of wish she would sleep in a little bit just a little bit because once she's up she's up but you know so having a baby's great and I love her and she's a good eater she's a great sleeper she's getting more talkative she is freaking hilarious she is she is hilarious and I love her so much and I love watching my fiance be a dad because he's such a good dad and he loves her so much also sorry if you're watching on YouTube this bag in the background is bugging the heck out of me but I don't know where else to put it that's my bag I'm starting Christmas gifts my mom always starts buying gifts for Christmas or birthdays as she sees them and I saw something at a store and for my dad and got something for him for Christmas and so I'm starting Christmas gifts because it's just easier you know yeah so this week I wanted to talk about my work history because I have a couple funny stories uh, once I branched out from working at my parents so if you've listened to past episodes you will know my family company is called Orion Chandelier the tag will be here. I haven't figured out how to make the video tags come up where I want them to because I use iMovie. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. But I'll put the Instagram name somewhere. It's Orion Chandelier at O-R-I-O-N-C-H-A-N-D-E-L-I-E-R on Instagram. Give us a follow. We post some really funny stuff. My older sister and I have started a weekly episode they're like 10 seconds long of g love and hammy and i'll put up a video right up here so you can see what i'm talking about but we started doing those so anyways family company lighting my dad made this light orion chandelier give us a follow if you have any uh, lighting requests feel free to send us a uh, an email at production at orion chandelier or info at orion chandelier i don't know one of those any version of that. Even Melena at Orion Chandelier is a real email. Dot com. So I used to work there in past episodes or past episode. I can't remember which one. I had mentioned that 
I was working for my parents forever, ever since I was like 12. I think my dad took me to work with him one day. I went to work with him instead of just like, we're going to the office to see dad and have lunch or whatever. I actually went to work with him. I think the first time I was like 12, maybe 11. And then I started doing office stuff. And then I went on payroll when I was like 15. And then I got burnt out and got fired slash told that I need to go work somewhere else, which was completely justified. Pissed me off, obviously, but totally understandable. So from there, I went and got a job at a restaurant called Market Broiler. One of our old designers, purchaser chicks that used to work for us, us being Orion, she was a bartender at this one place called Market Broiler, and she got me a job there. Well, she helped me get an interview, and I interviewed, and they gave me a job for a hostess position. So I started doing hosting, and it was super fun. It was very, like, you know, up my alley in the sense of you got to be organized, you got to be quick. It's lots of people, FaceTime, lots of talking to people, showing people the way to, you know, you know what a hostess does. I don't don't know why I'm explaining that, but you know what a hostess is. So I was a hostess, had to wear all black, got to wear makeup, have my hair however I wanted. It was a super fun job and I I really liked it. Once the uh, pandemic happened though, they shut down and either told me that I could sign this piece of paperwork that either said I was quitting and taking all of my sick pay or I was being terminated and would be uh, welcomed back once they reopened, whenever that would be. Uh, and so I was like, well, I'll just take the sick pay. And they were like, yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, once once we're able to open back up, we will definitely um, have a spot for you if you want to come back to working with us, which was really cool that they offered and said that. That was very sweet, you know, now that I think about it. I, I knew it was sweet anyways, but I just kind of thought it was, like, better to get the money and not have it just floating out there just in case. So I got a job there as a hostess. Super fun position for me personally. I liked it a lot. And on my first day there, I hadn't eaten anything. I just remembered this story like yesterday. But on my first day working there, I hadn't eaten anything all day. So I got to work. I think I worked like an hour or I was training or something and I asked if I could get something to eat because it was a restaurant. There was a certain employee menu that we could get stuff for free. It was like very minimal things like either a cup of clam chowder or like a California roll or like a junior burger or something like that. And so I got a California roll because I was like, okay, that'll be quick and easy and I feel sick. So clam chowder kind of sounds gross massive mistake right so I'm in the back trying to eat this California roll without puking because I felt sick and nauseous and when I don't eat I feel very nauseous and I'm eating it and then I started to feel kind of funny and then I got up to go to the restroom and unfortunately the restroom was very very far away all things considered from where I was and I ended up a little bit I spewed 
some throw up trigger warning for people. Mm -hmm. I should have said that first. Warning. Yeah, it was not pretty. But then I made it the rest of the way to the bathroom and everything was fine. And it was just because I was so past the point of needing food that I got sick. You know? So that was super embarrassing to happen on my first day but it was lunch hour nobody was there so it wasn't really a problem nobody really noticed because there was no one on the floor anyways and I'm pretty sure the one person that did notice was the asshole sushi chef guy that then ended up liking me because I kind of forced him to like me but he was kind of a jerk at first and I think he was the only one that saw so it wasn't like a thing it was it was all right but yeah first day that was pretty rough (laughs) then After a couple of weeks of working there, they had hired this new manager dude. And one of the managers, and then the top dog guy, the owner of the location, or whatever you call it, not the general manager, above that guy, they were both super cool. The regular manager that I knew, and then the guy who hired me. Both totally cool dudes. Super nice, very easy to talk to, easy to work around with the schedule, you know, very helpful. Super cool dudes. This new guy that they hired was uh, younger-ish, maybe like early 30s. The other guys were in their like 40s and the other the owner guy was in like his 50s maybe. So, you know, varying ages. So this new guy they hired was like in his maybe late 20s, early 30s uh definitely full of himself um and a hothead kind of like wasn't really openly an asshole but for sure had asshole ish tendencies right away that i noticed but all the other mm, wait staff and hostesses uh thought he was very attractive um and so they were all like, oh, he's just so, oh, he's just blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but he's an asshole, though. Like, like whatever, but, like, he's an asshole. So not not the jam, you know? Like, not the jam. He didn't really care for me, I don't think, just because I was very strong-willed and didn't let shit go under the mat, you know? One day I had asked him if I could organize the host stand because behind the little host thingy, the host booth or whatever, we had columns and a drawer and it was all just kind of a mess. And so I asked, I was like, hey, I'm going to reorganize this. Is there any way we can keep this stuff in the back and keep this stuff in the front? And the stuff that I wanted to keep up in the front where we were was the candy to refill the candy bowl, crayons for the kids menus, kids menus, and backup menus and, you know, the stuff that obviously you would need at the hostess stand you know and the things I wanted to put in the back were people's backpacks and purses because we had room in the back for people's stuff you know and he didn't like that he said no he said that that didn't make any sense he was like no it's got to stay this way and I was like but it would be more helpful to have candy and stuff up here and all the personal stuff in the back so that we don't have to keep on running back and forth when stuff gets low and he said no and because I didn't want to do what he said and also because I thought it was dumb I went to the other manager the guy who was higher up than him and I asked him I was like hey so I asked the other guy and he said no but I don't think that makes any sense 
what do you think? And he said, do whatever you think is the right move. You're the hostess. You work at the hostess stand. So do whatever you think you're supposed to do. You didn't have to ask for permission. I appreciate it, but do what you think you need to do. So I was like, oh, okay. So I go back to the hostess stand and I start organizing things and my friends are there and dinner rush is about to start. And the younger manager guy comes over to me and goes, did you just go over my head? Like in front of everybody else and customers waiting for their tables, right? He comes over to me and goes, did you just go over my head and talk to that guy? And I was like, well, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't think what you were saying was smart so I went and asked him just to get a second opinion I mean he has worked here longer than you so I just wanted to make sure and he was like big mistake or something or you'll regret that or something like that like just very unprofessional and very immature and honestly kind of weird you know and on top of that he had talked to me one day during the lunch rush which was obviously a lot slower he had talked to me talked to me about his music and then later texted me from his personal phone number to my personal phone number after I had gotten off work texted me links to his songs on SoundCloud which first of all I'm sorry dude but the worst music All he did was take the tracks from other songs that were actually good and then put in his extremely auto-tuned, extremely sexual, sexual, gross lyrics. Like, not like, you know, gross, but like very sexual and not really something that as a married man with a kid and a manager, you're supposed to send to your employee when they're off the clock or ever you know I think that's kind of weird and wrong and gross you know like just like you know so he said all that to me told me I made a big mistake told me you know whatever he had said you'll regret that or that was a big big mistake or something like that and then he like walked away all like you know like he had he had shown me And all the other hostesses had heard him do that because it literally happened like three feet away from them. So they were all like, what was that about? So then I told them what happened. They were like, that guy's, that guy's weird, you know? And then I didn't think it was a thing. Um, And then I think the next day or like the next week or something like that, the other manager, the guy who was above this guy, and I'm avoiding saying names just in case just because so let's say manager one came to me and manager one is the older nicer guy and so manager one came to me and said hey so I heard that this past week manager number two came up and said this to you and I was like yeah I he was mad I guess that I had asked you your opinion on what I should do for the hostess stand and and manager one was like well that's not cool that he said that and so I'm really sorry about that I'll definitely have a talk with him and I was like okay I mean you know whatever like whatever I appreciate that thank you so I guess manager number one had a talk with manager number two and then manager number two came and apologized to me and it was I was like yeah whatever like it's you know no big deal whatever he was like I apologize for saying that to you or something like that some you know asshole type of apology you know, to get around HR. 
and then whatever. It was no big deal. But I remember one day he, for some reason, had gone into the hostess stand where we had all of our stuff and we were allowed to keep our phones up there. And so I had my phone in the drawer and the other girl had her phone and wallet in the little drawer thing. And at the time I had just finished the photo shoot from the episode prior to this one uh, with the white lace and then the one where I was wearing the red, you know, 4th of July outfit. And so, you know, because I thought I looked good and single, I had those pictures as my screensaver because I was like, I'm sexy, you know. For some reason, I didn't like have any texts on my screen. I didn't have any alarms going off. I didn't have any notification come up on my phone. He asked me, why I had pictures of myself on my phone. Okay, you see that double chin right there? That's how much in shock I was. Yeah, so he came and asked me why I had pictures of myself on my phone. And I was like, why are you looking at my phone? And he was like, oh, oh, well, uh, I had to go and I had to get a crayon set for somebody. And I was just like, all right, cool. And then a couple months later, pandemic happened and I was out of there. So, you know, say lobby. It's all, it's all good and fine. So pandemic happened. I went on unemployment for a little while as a lot of other people did. Uh, felt really guilty about getting money for not doing work. My baby's asleep again and I have a baby monitor. So I'm trying to make this quick so that in case she wakes up, I don't have to come back. I can just go to bed with her. So pandemic happens. I go on unemployment for a couple months, super feeling guilty about being on unemployment because I like to work and not doing anything and just getting money felt wrong, you know? So one day my little sister and I were going to meet our older sister at the beach and we went to go get sandwiches from... I had mentioned this in another episode that I worked at a deli called Claro's. So we go to Claro's to get sandwiches. On the front door, they had a sign that said, help wanted, inquire within. And my little sister had said, why don't you ask them for an application and see if you can get a job here? Because she loved the sandwiches from there. And I was like, no, no, that's dumb. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to work here. They probably wouldn't even want to hire me, you know. So we get to the front. She's like, come on, come on, ask for an application. Do it, do it, do it. So either I asked for one or she asked for one. I filled it out there and then I got brought back for an interview like the next week. And then I interviewed and they were super cool and then they hired me. And so I got a job. If you've ever been there, then you know what the layout of the store is. But if you haven't, uh, half of it is like a deli where they do fresh cold cuts and cheeses and salads and sandwiches. And then the other half is like a bakery where they have pastries and fresh cookies and like meatballs and meatball subs and stuff like that. And then in between everything is just like a grocery store. So there's, you know, pastas and flour and frozen stuff and whatever. So I was on the deli side making sandwiches and cold cuts and It was pretty cool because I got to learn how to use a meat slicer, which those things are sharp as heck. I worked there for almost a year, never cut myself on one of those, thank gosh. A bunch of people that worked there and got hired after me cut themselves really bad. One of my friends who is now a famous band guy, bass player in his band, 
They're called uh, Widows of Gold, I believe. They're pretty rockin'. Uh, so go check them out. I'll put their Instagram thing up here as well. The bassist, he one day cut his finger on the meat slicer as we were cleaning them. For the end of the day, we had to clean all of them. He was cleaning them, sliced his finger open, super glued it back together, I believe is what happened. <laughs> and one of my coworkers and I were outside on our break when he came outside to super glue his finger back together. And so we took a picture of his super glued gross finger. And I think she posted it on Instagram. And it was gross. So that was fun. And a couple other instances happened where it was like this slice and then the finger skin flap was flapping around and then I got a slice on my arm and it. Meat slicers are super dangerous if you are stupid. And even if you're not stupid, they're dangerous either way. You just got to be very, very uh, careful with them. So we got a job working in the deli, making sandwiches, uh, cutting up meats. I loved doing it because I do origami and have loved origami and sculpting and stuff forever. I super duper enjoyed cutting up the meat and placing it on the butcher paper and making it all beautiful. And sometimes I got to help with the meat and cheese trays, which was really fun because I got to make those all pretty. And... I don't know, it was just super satisfying work. And it was good after not working for a couple months to get back to work and be working really, really hard. The only part that sucked was the uh, the mask BS. Wearing that all day long was just like next level bullshit for sure. For sure. But, you know, I was grateful for the job and to be out and about and have people that I got along with. And I made a lot of friends from there. And I met fiance there, fiance Alex. I met him there. And yeah, so that place holds a special, special spot in my heart. So one day I was helping this one customer out. And it was, you know, old school. Everybody pulls a number and then we call the numbers and then we help them out. So I was helping out this one dude, and he's like, man, I wish I could try it. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I had seen one of my other coworkers, a gentleman who had worked there for, I believe, over 20 years, probably still works there. I had seen him do this with one of his customers, because, you know, they're the regulars that come in that you get to know, because they come in all the time. So this one guy I was talking to, super cool old dude, really nice guy, and he's like, man, I wish I could try it. And I was like, you know what? And I gave him a little a little head nod to meet me over. I was like, meet me over in the wine section. Because far to, I guess, from my perspective, the left side of the deli, we had our wine section, which is, I'm sure it's changed, but the wine section did not have a camera. So we go over to the wine section and I gave him a slice so that he could try it. Because pre-plandemic, we would give out samples of whatever it was you're trying. Like if you wanted to try it, we'd give you a sample of it so you could see what it tastes like, decide if you want it, and there you go. But obviously you can't do that because X, Y, Z. So he tries it, loves it, appreciated what I did for him, bought a bunch of stuff, you know, told me to have a great day. And I made a bunch of friend, customer friends that way, you know? Just because it was super fun, like getting to talk to people and describe the meats and tell them what my, you know, favorites are and give them my suggestions and all of that. It's just super fun, you know? 
baby's okay. She's just groaning. There were also the polar opposite customers that were just complete and utter pieces of poo. Like, you're just, you are a gigantic turd. You know? There was this one time I was helping out this really nice woman and her daughter. And she was telling me what she wanted and I was starting to get it together. And then she was like, and my husband will probably want a couple more things. Oh, oh, here he is. And he comes lumbering over. And he goes, yeah, I want some, uh, I don't know, Havarti, maybe? Havarti cheese, which is a very good, delicious, creamy cheese. And so I go, okay, what, you know, what, what thickness do you want? And he shows me with his fingers, and so then I go and cut a slice and show him. And Oh, no, 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 no. He told me what width he wanted, right? In the numbers. And I didn't really know how to measure it on the machine because it's not like it had you know half inch inch three eighths three sixteen like the machines didn't have those measurements it just had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and it ranged from thin as paper to like you could get it to be like a thick slice right so he tells me the thickness in numer numer numerically right and i go okay go on and ask my coworker, hey, what's that thickness? He shows me on the machine, so I go to cut a slice, and then I go and show the customer, because that's what you do. If they're particular about what thickness they want, you show them a slice, and then they say yay or nay. So I showed him, and he just look, he's just standing there looking at me like this. Okay, you got to go to YouTube to see the look he was giving me. But he was just giving me a real, you're a piece of poo kind of look, like a real, I'm a turd look you know and he goes no that's not what I asked for and so then I do it again and he goes yeah whatever and then stomps off and so I'm like oh cool okay so I finish cutting the stuff get it for him and his wife wrap it up and give it to him and he took this big old attitude and grabbed the things from me and was like just I don't even remember what he said I just remember he was a big old douche And I had asked the guy who worked there forever uh, what his deal was. I was like, do you know that guy? Like, he is a big piece of poo. Do you know who he is? Because this guy's been working there for 20 years, usually knows the customer base. And he goes, yeah, that guy's just got an attitude. I don't know what his deal is. Next time he's here, tell me and I'll take care of him for you. Don't even worry about it. And I was like, you know, that's super cool. And the next time the guy came, I told him, I was like, hey, shithead's here. And he was like, okay, I got him. And so then we switched numbers and um, I told, you know, I told him, I was like, that's the guy. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the guy that I'm talking about too. He sucks. So I didn't have to take care of him ever again, which was really, really cool. And uh, it was cool to have, you know, um, friends at work that would help you out like that, you know? Yeah, working there was pretty cool. I had a lot of fun. And like I said, I met the fiance there. I met him there. But not right away. I met him there maybe six months after I started working there. It was definitely, it was close to a year because I started working there in like June. And then I met him at like the end of January. So yeah, it was was a minute after I started working there. And it was really cool because I started working there. I was dating a guy. And then... Uh, he, um, 
you know, I hope the best for him, aside from his narcissistic, manipulative BS being the reason why I had to break up with him manipulatively, instead of him just going, hey, this isn't working out, we should break up, flip the switches, you know, uh, I wish him the best, hope he's good, and, you know, say la vie, no feelings hurt, but while I was working there, we broke up, and it was cool having a job that I could go in and just be immersed in the work enough to not think about what was going on, you know? And then I had dancing, so then I would go dancing after work. And I didn't really have much time to be, you know, super sad about it. Plus, we did the whole, you know, back and forth thing for a minute, which made it a lot easier to just officially go, bye-bye. But while I was working there, went through that, and it was cool having a job that I could talk to people about it, and, you know, my coworkers were, coworkers were super cool, and I had access to free cookies, and sometimes at the end of the day, if we had extra meatballs left over, we'd get to take the meatballs home, and let me tell you, Claro's meatballs, mmm, delicious. The sausage, mmm, delicious. I'm thinking of getting some of the Italian wedding cookies for my wedding, actually, because they are amazing. But trying to figure out if we're going to get Italian wedding cookies or Mexican wedding cookies. And I'm thinking we might just have to do both. Even though they're very similar. Thinking we might just have to do both. I at least know where to get the the Italian wedding cookies from. Got to figure out where to get the Mexican wedding cookies. If anybody knows, drop a comment. Let me know. I'm open. Yeah. The uh, owner's daughter called me 40 while I was working there and we're the same age (laughs) people thought I was joking when I said that she literally called me 40 but luckily for me there were other people around when she said it so I had witnesses so I'm in the back one day packing up cheese because we had things that like fresh products that we would pack like sauce and cheese and olives and pepperoni and you know all sorts of stuff that we would put out into the fresh open deli pre-packed pre-priced so people could just grab and go so I'm in the back packing cheese and another one of the older ladies that worked there was back there packing something else and I think another one was making pizza dough or something like that and so it was just me and the older ladies the owner's daughter is kind of a dip one of them the older daughter totally cool easy to work with works hard comes in and works the younger one She's the baby of the family, so she would kind of come in and dope around and try to boss people around and just be an overall nuisance, you know? And uh, one day she came in. I had met her like twice maybe, and it was very vapid, quick. Hi, yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, You know, kind of like that. And I had heard about her before meeting her and just a little bit, you know, just like, oh, yeah, she's just, you know, she's kind of a piece when she comes in, so... It'll be fun if she ever does, and then surprise, surprise, she does. So she's in the back. I'm in the back. She walks back there, and I said something to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah, like, I thought you were were 40. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you know, you just, like, you just, like, look 40, you know? If I was 40... Thank you for the compliment, but, um, not 40, very much not 40, like super very much not 40. 
you know? And so then she, like, just kind of walked out of the room. And I'm standing there just kind of, like, you know, a little bit uh, flabbergasted. And the other older ladies are laughing. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever. Laughed it off because I was in shock and then realized how freaking funny it was that she said that, right? So the whole rest of the day she had left and the whole rest of the day my coworkers were asking me, did she say you looked 40 or did she just like say you acted older? And I was like, no, she literally said that I look 40. And I even gave her an out. I even said, like, you mean like I like act older? So like you thought I was older? And she's like, no, you just like, you know, you just, you just look 40. And that was like the time that she could have like backed herself out and be like, yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. I mean, you, you act older, you carry yourself older. You know, I, I didn't mean you look 40, but no, she goes, yeah, you just, you know, you, you just look 40. And so the whole rest of the day, my coworkers are asking me, she said you look 40. And I was like, yes, I swear. She said I looked 40. The next time she came in, I don't know if it was like a week or two later or longer than that. I think it was in with like a, a, within a week or two. She comes back and she goes, "Hey, you know, listen, I just want to I just want to let you know. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean that like you look 40, you know. I just meant like, you know, you just like I just like thought you like you just look 40, you know? But like like I know you're not." And I was like, "Cool. So you still think I look 40?" that's fine. And I was again in the back with the the ladies or, you know, a couple different people were back there. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, just me and the old ladies back here. That's what prompted her apology. That's what it was. I was in the back. She walked in and, I was, and she was like, hey, to the older women. And we were all like, hello. And I was like, yeah, you know, just me back, back here being old with the old ladies. And they all laughed. And she goes, hey, I just want to apologize for saying that you look 40, you know, you know, and I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, it was really hilarious and we laughed about it the whole rest of the day. So don't even worry about it. You're good. And, uh, yeah, we didn't really interact much after that. Working there at Christmas time, I got told, I was told it was going to be hell and I really liked it because it was super busy. So the days went by in a flash, which was awesome. And I made myself do things that people didn't want to do because I wanted to do them instead and nobody else did. So like during Christmas, it gets, it does get crazy there. You know, everybody's doing pre-orders and, you know, tons of cookie orders and tons of sandwich orders and meat trays, all sorts of things that we even do this thing where we would have to stay Store closed at 6. We would have to stay until like 8 or 10 o'clock slicing meats and cheeses, getting them ready, pre-packing everything for the next morning when people were coming in to pick up their 4 pounds of turkey, 2 pounds of this cheese, 2 pounds of ham, 9 pounds of salami, like ridiculous amounts of stuff that people get during Christmas. It's insane. So I had fun doing that stuff. I thought it was kind of fun. I'm sure after years and years of doing it, it sucks. But I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, staying late and like getting overtime and I don't know, made pretty good money. So that was awesome. And like I said, I had tons of fun. I teamed up with one of the 
owner's nephews who was at the store helping out and we got out all the people that were there to pick up their orders we were organizing all of that and helping people out to their cars and bringing out the orders and looking for the orders and getting all the stuff together and it was just like running around the, the store and being just super busy and I loved it I thought it was like the most fun time I thought it was the most fun you know which I guess makes me a nerd but I'm cool with that because it makes it easy when you like what you do makes it like easy when you like what you do you know and then uh I met the fiance Alex one day I was working in the bakery because sometimes when it was slow we would switch sides you know if you were trained on both sides so I made a point after Christmas I had talked to the manager and I was like hey so after Christmas if you want to train me to be on the bakery side making cannolis and doing cookies and all that checking people out I can totally do that I'm super into it which I actually really liked working on the bakery side a lot like it was really fun filling the cannoli shells and making the meatball sandwiches and getting the cookie boxes together and checking people out and doing the money and math and all that stuff so much fun and then you get to talk to the customers and I just liked it it was it was a good it was a good job it was a cool job so one day I think it was on like a Tuesday or something I was working in the bakery side doing cookies and whatever Tuesdays Mondays super super slow so I'm over there by myself nobody else is up there and this one guy comes out from the deli to check out and I asked I was like hey uh do you want any cookies because we were supposed to ask if people wanted cookies or pastries before they check out and he goes uh yeah actually so then he tells me what cookies he wants and we're kind of talking and I thought he was super cute even though I couldn't really see much of him I thought he was super cute so I'm trying to think as I'm talking to him I'm like damn how can I like write my phone number or give him my phone number or something I was gonna write it on the box of cookies but then I was like no that'd be too obvious and then I was gonna write it on the back of his receipt but then I was like no that would take too long and be even more obvious so I was like okay all right well here you go have a great day and then he left And I had caught a vibe, you know, so that's why extra I wanted to give him my number because I like I got a vibe from him, you know. So like 10, 15 minutes goes past. I'm wiping up the back, sweeping, cleaning things up. And then I was stirring the meatballs and I splashed some marinara sauce onto the front of the hot food glass case. And so I went out around and I went to go wipe up the glass and, you know, wipe up all the sauce. And I hear the girl who called me 40, go, because she was there that day, I hear her say, I, we haven't found a phone, um, I, I haven't seen a phone, and so I look up, and I look over the front door where they're at, and it's the guy, and the guy's standing there with her, and they're kind of, like, walking closer to me, and she goes, have you seen a phone, and I was like, no, uh, but you can borrow my phone if you want to call it, and he was like, sure, I didn't have my phone on me though, so I had to run all the way into the back, all the way to the lockers, open my locker, grab my phone out of my bag, close my locker, and run back out to give him my phone. And he waited. So I gave him my phone, he dialed up the thing, and so he dials up his number, and he just stands there like this. I expected him to take my phone and say, hey, can I walk around the store to see if I can hear it ringing? because that's what I would have done or something. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know. 
I te- tease him about this all the time. So he's just standing there with his, with with my phone, and I go, "Do you want to walk around the store to like see if you can hear your phone?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's probably a good idea." So he's like, kind of like walks away like a couple feet, and then turns around and walks back and goes and hands me my phone and goes, "You know what? I think I left my phone in my car or at my office." So yeah, we're good. Thanks. And I was like, "Oh." Well, that was a pretty good way for me to get your phone number, huh? And he laughed. And then I think he said to hit him up sometime or text him or whatever. He's like, yeah. And then something like that. Hey, Alex, do you remember what you said? When we met? He laughed and said, that was slick. And then did you ask me to, did you tell me to text you sometime? And then he told me to hit him up sometime. So, yeah. Uh, and so then I went on my break a little bit later, like my my 10-minute break, my last 10 of the day, which usually if we closed at 4 or if we, if we closed at 6 and you were closing, then last break was 10. So, or <laughs> if we closed at 6, then your last 10-minute break was at 4. And so since I was closing, my last 10-minute break was at 4 o'clock. So at four o'clock, I texted him because he had come in around lunchtime, like noonish. So I texted him at four. Hey, this is the girl from Claro's, Milena. Let me know if you'd want to go out sometime, right? And then put my phone in the locker, finish my work day. Took the longest time to look at my phone because I didn't want to not see a text. So I took the most amount of time possible before looking at my phone after I left work clocked out, grabbed all my stuff, got my car, then decided I wanted to see and also turn on music. So then I looked and he had texted me back and asked when I was free. And so I gave him a couple of days. I think I said like Friday and Saturday or Thursday and Saturday or something like that. And he was like, okay, how about Thursday at seven or Friday at seven, whatever day it was. And I was like, cool. And he's like, okay, cool. Just send me your address and I'll pick you up. So I sent him my address and he came and picked me up that day. He picked the restaurant and it's, and it's history, you know, the rest is history. But yeah, it was, it was really cool. Our first date was awesome. He, I was hoping that he was going to be super handsome because I kind of felt like he was going to be super handsome, but again, so I couldn't really tell. And, uh, he was super handsome. We got, I got in the car and I was like, oh, okay. He's really, really handsome. He's even more handsome than I could have imagined. And we get to the restaurant. We went somewhere in, uh, downtown Fullerton. And while we were waiting for our table, we went over to check out this one bar. I was only 20 at the time, but I had my fake ID. So I was hoping that it was either going to not be a problem or I'll just tell him I'm 20. And, uh, we went to go cross the street and he like grabbed my hand made sure that we were crossing the street together so that he didn't leave me behind which was really cool and then we had dinner and then um we did a little smoochy smoochy before we said see you later for the next date and come again the rest is history and i love him and we're getting married soon so that's exciting yeah so Anyways, hope you enjoyed my stories. Uh, Oh, and now I have a baby, and so that is my job. So...
Yeah. Well, no, after Claro's, I got the acupuncture job and then I got pregnant and now my baby is my job. But if you need pressure washing, the fiance Alex, pressure washing by Alex, PWBA, check us out. If you need pressure washing, give us a call. Check us out on Instagram. He's a really good worker. He's done really great so far. He's got a couple contracts already. So we're getting things on and popping. Yeah. So if you need pressure washing, let me know. Let him know. Pressure washing by Alex. We'll see you on Instagram. All right. Well, have a great night. Next week we're doing a movie review. So movie, TV show review, movies review, YouTube video review. I don't know. Some sort of review. I'm thinking a movie. So I've just got to find something to watch and then watch it and get my opinion on it and it'll either be something shitty that I'll shut off and then end up watching something else and that also might be shitty or maybe be good or it might just be good and then I'll just have a good thing to talk about but we'll see there's a lot of shitty shit out there now so until next time this is actually homeschooled podcast with your host Milena over and out have a good night my little darlings Maybe we'll make that a thing. Actually homeschooled little darlings. All right. Peace.